It's Cookie Lab. Hi, and welcome to Cookie Lab. I'm Jill. And I'm Chris. And Jill, do you know what time of year it is? I think you're going to say apple picking time. It is. Yeah, so my friend Alicia took my son Oscar apple picking, and they just gave me, brought back a big bag of apples. So I was guessing that's what you were going to say. Well, I went to Honey Pot Orchards, not mm-hmm. a sponsor of the podcast. Well, but they should they be. They should be, yeah. right? And my family before colleges went off. Uh, The nest is a little emptier. It is, which means more cookies for (laughs) me. (laughs) Very good. more apples for me. We picked some of the first apples of the season. Mm -hmm. It was like the second week you had to get that in before the college kids went went off yeah and i've never gone apple picking that early Mm. like i was apple picking in it was like august a t-shirt and shorts (laughs) no and no it was it was the second weekend weekend in september and we went out and i was sweating i've never i've i've sweat we could do a whole whole nother podcast about the wacky weather and the sweating and the and the chilliness. It's like yeah. Now it's cooled off a all little bit over the place, and it it feels like apple picking time. Okay. Well, and also I have one of the oldest apple trees in the neighborhood here, in my front yard. Oh, so handy for apple picking. And they are small, very tart but delicious apples. However. Uh, before I really could get to them, they fell to the ground. This well, there's year. been so much wild storms, yeah. wind. Yeah, and the deer. Had Good a... thing the whole tree didn't just fall down on you. Thank gosh. No, seriously, that's there's been a lot of that going around. Yeah, the deer had a lovely time with them, and we got lots and lots and lots of nice visits from the deer. Oh, and, and I like to apples. see them in the yard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fascinating. But since I had an abundance of apples from my yard and apples from the apple tree in the orchard that we went to, I thought maybe I should make another apple cookie. I mean, this apple cider donut cookie that you made last year at this time is, I think it could be the top, well, it's a top five at least cookie lab cookie it was incredible i agree it is one of my favorite and i think i made it as a giveaway for our christmas cookie swap as well (laughs) it's just i would like that any time of year well when i went apple picking this year i noticed apples that i had never heard of that were in the apple orchard that were ready and maybe it's because i went so early yeah Maybe I've heard of a red Gravenstein apple. Yes, Gravenstein. Yeah, that's yeah. how I say it. I could be wrong. Gra- Gravenstein. Yeah. yeah I, I, maybe I've heard of that. That's good for sauce. Oh, yeah. We picked some of those, and they get mealy very fast, and they get, and they they like continue to grow. <laughs> they, they've 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 split open their skin. You came down from. From going to sleep the night before and said, have the apples gotten bigger? They did. I swear (laughs) to God. (laughs) And then uh, ginger gold Mm -hmm. apples. I've never heard of these apples. It's crazy. All right. So pixie crunch. No, that's not familiar to me. Smitten. No, smitten. Yeah. No. Yeah. So uh, there are 10. 
tons and tons of apples at this apple orchard. And they've got little signs at the end what they're good for. Yeah. We picked a number of apples. We picked a big bag of apples. And I used the Gravenstein for just eating to begin with. And they were kind of soft. So I didn't put them in this cookie. Okay. The cookie called for a Granny Smith apple. That's a really hard apple. Really firm. Yeah. And of course, I hadn't picked any Granny Smith apples. I don't even know if they're around yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I used a Cortland apple, Mm -hmm. which is my favorite apple to bake with. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's hard. It's tart. It's big. And I like to eat them too. Just Yes, you can. It's like an all-purpose situation there. Yeah. So I thought, besides the story of my going to the apple orchard and picking the apples, which was very easy because they were all on very small trees. I guess the small trees got ripe first. Okay. Yeah, we didn't even need to use ladders really at all to get them. And it was probably before the teeming hordes of people. No, there were no hordes. There was no line whatsoever. Amazing. We pulled right up to the first parking line. Unheard of. Unheard of. At Honeypot. Unheard of. And no line to get in to get our bag. Got the bag. Walked out to the orchard. There were people. I'm going to try that next year. and, And the apples are delicious. So... And then you can go back later in the season and get more apples mm, yeah. and stand with the hordes of people. If you want, if that's your jam. I was wondering, you know how we like to say, uh, how early was this thing invented? Yes. What's the longest history yes. of this? Well. When was the apple invented, Chris? Right. It's in the book of Genesis. <laughs> Remember Adam and Eve and the apple of knowledge? I do. Yeah, so I do. that's the answer. Okay. Should yeah. we eat the cookie? No, no, that's not the answer. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to torture you with the with some history and science all together. Okay. Right at the beginning of the podcast rather than splitting it up. Um, because fruits are evolutionary adaptations for seed dispersal. Mm-hmm, sure, sure. Right. So. Yeah, the animal eats the fruit, goes farther away, does his business, the seed is planted. The seed is planted, right. And so the evolution of the fruit rests in understanding what animals were eating the fruits mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. So lots of fruit plants in the apple family, which is rosacea, okay. have small fruits such as cherries, raspberries, and roses. Those are all related to apples? Yep. I did not know. These small fruits, the birds can easily swallow and carry the seeds. Yes. However, apples, pears, quince, and peaches. A little bigger. Bigger. They evolved in the wild. So grizzly bears? So (laughs) (laughs) if you follow the fossil record... It demonstrates that large fruits evolved several million years. Million. Million. Before human. Not shocking. So what did what ate these big fruits? Well, big animals, such as bears and horses. Mm. The relatives of the horses mm. ate those apples and spread the seeds. Mm-hmm. There were even large deer, mm-hmm. since we've mentioned deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were like there were relatives. Up yeah, prehistoric yeah, deer, kind of like Conan the Barbarian deer, deer form in deer form. Yeah, 
So apples got spread all over Eurasia, really, by these animals. Mm -hmm. And then the Ice Age came. Mm -hmm. And not much has happened with apple dispersion after that. And which why is, is that? Interesting. Because most of the apple cultivation has happened by people yes. since then. They've done, they've gone crazy. At, right. So they've, apples gone wild. They've grafted them. Yes. So you have this totally different, before you had kind of hybridization by nature. Uh huh. And now you've got people it's genetic sticking, engineering. sticking one type of apple yeah. onto another apple tree. Yeah, and it works. And in laboratories, mm -hmm. creating like the honey crisp apple. Yeah, and then what, the, the ever crisp apple took is 20 so years good. to create. But 20 years is nothing in evolutionary in million, time. In the millions, nothing. right? So the apples have not been moving over long distances uh, or colonizing new areas recently because humans have pretty much taken over that that's where um, cookie lab comes in yeah and we need to make different cookies the cookie is evolving in our laboratory the cookie is evolving we have not the apple cider donut cookie we have not the apple cider cookie which are two different cookies this year we feature the cinnamon apple oatmeal cookie. Yum. Now can we please, please eat it? It looks so good. It has chunks of apple poking out from the oatmeal matrix that I can see on my yes. table, on our table here in the, that's in exactly, the studio. That's exactly what it is. I made basically an oatmeal cookie. Which I love, by the way. And added oatmeal more, cookies. more cinnamon than usual. Oh, that sounds like I might not. All right. Okay. I'll. I'll and, try. And then apples. So let's see what happens in our mouth. Are you ready? I'm more than ready. Let's do it. I'm going to be banished from the garden for this. I know it. Okay. It's, it feels like um, not dry. It's cakey. It's, okay. Here we go. Mmm. Mmm. The apple is so good. It's like a Rosh Hashanah apple cake. Oh, interesting. But better. Because you can hold it in your hand. And it's gluten-free. And it, I find that the apple cake can be dry. Mm-mm. Which no, isn't dry. Not yours. Well, this is, this is not dry at all. No. And there's nothing special in it. Do you mean like I could take an oatmeal raisin cookie recipe and just put apples in it? With a little more cinnamon. Not too much cinnamon. The cinnamon I was worried about when you mentioned it because I thought it'd be overpowering. But you must need it to counteract... It reminds me of apple cinnamon oatmeal. Can I in, have another in one? cookie form. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need more data to decide. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. I'm teasing. It's really good. I had another question about this. I was a little worried because the dough didn't get refrigerated. And it was very wet because you chop up the apples. You set them aside a little bit while you're doing other things. And you pour lemon juice over it. Mm, yeah. Two teaspoons of lemon juice over so they don't turn two cups brown. of apples. So I thought because they don't turn brown, it could also, we also had baking soda in there. So yeah, yeah, that would fizz it up. It would be nice to yeah. react with the baking soda. I was worried because it seemed really wet and I uh -huh. thought it would just spread. Yeah, yeah, and, just be a mess. But it didn't. It puffed right up. And No, it's a perfectly attractive cookie. Yeah. and Unlike many of my recent fails of late. Do you know why lemon juice 
prevents apples from browning? It's something to do with, I'm guessing it's something to do with oxygen. Right. And it is. It is. So there is an enzyme in the apple called phenyl oxidase. Okay. And when this enzyme combines with air, it oxidizes. So it mixes with the oxygen. It just means it mixes with the oxygen and starts the browning process. When you mix an acid with it, like lemon juice, you deactivate the enzyme. It just takes it out. It just neutralizes it. It neutralizes the enzyme. Okay. Yeah. So it won't turn brown. Simple. And some like prehistoric people figured this out because that's like one of the first facts I can think of knowing in my life as a conscious being. Really? Squirt lemon juice on the apple so they don't turn brown. Like, don't you think that people figured that out? Yeah. Way before they could say whatever phenyl oxidase thing you just said? I really didn't figure it out until my children went to school. I thought you were going to say you were today years old when you figured it out. <laughs> when when I packed lunches for my children, I squeezed a little lemon juice in, and put it because in, in the container. Because you knew in your brain that you were supposed to. Yeah, it must How be. How did you know uh, to do was, that? It was evolutionary. You just knew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It had been passed on through thought. In the womb. <laughs> or I read it somewhere. <laughs> Which is highly possible. All right. So next week. Yes. We have excitement and cookies. More cookies. Always. Yes. And I can't wait. To see what you have up your sleeve. I did. I did some traveling and I think I found something you might like. Oh, I can't wait. All right. See you next week. See you then. Wait. Whoa. (laughs) Will will I be able to, do you think I will be able to say, keep your paws off my cookies? Oh, we have. This is like the first time we made it through an episode without that coming up. I know. We were so engaged in the science and in in eating the cookies that I we... think this is a cookie to be shared. Oh, sweet. All right. <laughs> Everybody can have as many cookies as they like in their paws. And we'll make more. And we always make more. Because the recipe's online on our Facebook group. So check it out. See you next week. Bye. It's Cookie Lab.